Also online for you at WRQK.com and can be heard the world around via iHeartRadio. I'm joined every morning by the able-bodied Matthew Fantone. Buddy, how are you? Uh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, excited to wake up to some news that the Indians, dude, put together one hell of a comeback victory last 15 night. 15 to 9, I think. 15 to 9. They yeah. were down at one point. I think it was 7 to 2. Yeah. So uh, to fight back from that, that's uh, it's pretty impressive right I heard, there. I heard they were being booed while playing. I heard, like, I honestly, I heard, like, the crowd was booing them. An unruly, uh, an unruly group of fans up at uh, Progressive Field. Apparently. And I saw a bunch of people on Twitter who were trashing them and how bad they were. And they're the worst baseball team ever. And then, like you, I woke up this morning and I, saw, I was like, man, you must feel like an idiot now walking some of that back. I uh, was driving in the car and I was listening and they were down four to nothing. And I was like, well, that's the end of that. Didn't even bother turning it on the TV when I got home. But, you know, I wouldn't have stayed up for it anyway. But still, dude, a, uh, a comeback like that, that's definitely something to be celebrating. Yeah, that was pretty that. awesome. Um, I, uh, I, I would like to say, like, boy, man, it's easy to feel good about, you know, hey, the Indians are going to be the same as they were last year. That's just not necessarily going to be the case. I know a lot of people are, are expecting the same results out of them, but hey, just enjoy the ride while you got it, I guess. They're a pretty damn good baseball team. Yeah. I, I know they're not winning all the time, and they're not, you know, they're not as dominant as you would like, but look, there's no way to be dominant enough for today's sports fan. There just isn't. Like, you know what I mean? It, all you do is watch highlights on Twitter, and so, like, you just want bombs and want games to be 27 nothing, and you want to sweep every opponent. It's just not the reality of the games. It's just not the way it's supposed to be. It's why sports is, like, the one thing that can still drive us to the television, because there's drama in it, and you, know, you don't know what's going to happen. That's why you still have to play the game. That's why even though if the Patriots are favored by 14, you'll still watch the game on Sunday afternoon because something could happen. Right, right. You know I mean, mean? Even if the Patriots are down 35 points at the half going into the Super Bowl, it's like, all right, I'll still well, watch Well, they this. got Tom Brady. They right. might have a shot at it. Right. right. And right. so like you have a lineup in the Indians that's got some names in it that it's like, you know what? You still have to kind of watch it. Last, game, uh, last night's game is proof of that because you never know what could happen. It's just, you know, you always talk about how fickle the Northeast Ohio sports fan, you know, fan really is. And they are. It's, I've never seen anything like it. It's like for, for, for a fan base that's got one championship in 52 years, you walk around feeling like you're owed all this stuff. You'd think you'd be tough at this point. You'd think it would right. be a, a resolve. Like, right, right. You know, you've been through the worst. You know, you've, you, you, you've, you've lost nope. those games and no, you're soft. floating in the wind like a bunch of yeah. snowflakes. Yeah. So what's up with you? What's the story, buddy? Well, first, let's, uh, let's let people know this. 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday. You're getting new MGK, new Shania Twain, uh, new Rise Against, and then locally, a band called Radiatrix, who right. was actually playing Busman on Sunday for Sunday Battle Sunday. Nice. And so I get to say Sunday Battle Sunday. Nice. And so, like, yeah, I'm going to get to say that about 300 times today, which makes me excited. And uh, their song is called Right to Remain Violent. Radiatrix this was? Radiatrix. Was this with like three X's at the end or just one X at the end? Or how extreme is it? You know what? I sent you the email about the, about <laughs> about two minutes ago. Maybe you haven't seen it yet with their uh, with their official video and song. So I, I you know what? I don't remember. Right, but fine. I bet it's three X's. We will uh, we will find out as the morning progresses. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get their video posted at wrqk.com so you can see that. But they will be playing Buzzbin Sunday for Sunday Metal Sunday uh, local band Radiatrix. Right to remain violent. I was uh, actually given a tip uh, on them uh, by somebody who listens to the show. He said they are like very early Megadeth, and I responded back to that text message and I said, "Dude, do you have any idea the statement you've just said about that local band?" Like, you can't just take one of the best metal bands ever and be like, dude, this band's kind of like early them. Like, it's, you know, that's a hell of a statement. So I had an interesting thing happen yesterday where I was like laying on the couch and like I heard loud music, like loud. 
Well, Stansbury, you live in the hood of Canton, so, so I would assume that happens right. on a pretty regular basis. Just car driving by with its awful sound system vibrating everything. But it wasn't moving. It was like staying. And so like, I was like kind of half asleep on the couch, and I was like, all right, is this in my apartment building? Because I don't know anybody who lives in this building who would be listening to that. It was very like... Outside of you, right. Yeah, I mean, it, if it was not you, then who is it? I mean, it was pretty aggressive hip-hop music, and I didn't know it. And so I was like, all right, this is, you know what I mean? This is probably not somebody that lives in my building. And I live on what is a busy street during the day, but at night, nothing. Like, nobody, right? And so it's the middle of the afternoon. I think it's like around 3-ish, maybe 3.30-ish or something. And it took me a while to, like, get up off the couch to go investigate. Okay. So I go into my kitchen, and there's a window that looks out of my kitchen that, like, that where you, I can see the parking lot across the street from the side street of my apartment building. And there's a mural that's on that wall. So you'll see people from time to time stop and take photos in front okay, of Okay, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. All right. And that happens all the time every day. People, you know, you know, parents always like line their kids up against the mural and they, they take pictures or whatever. So I'm like, all right, maybe it's one of these situations. And I look out there and there's an unofficial Canton's first annual bad bitch contest what? going on going on in the parking lot. What? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like watching like three girls. Women, essentially. I mean, dude, they all looked over the age of 18. Grown. Yeah. Okay. Like, twerking ass, trying to what? be, like, trying to be insta-famous, like, in the parking lot. And here's how bad my instincts are. I tweeted it before taking photos of it like an idiot. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe what's happening outside my window. And then by the time I got my camera up, like, they were already getting back into, like, the the rundown car with the 30-day tag on it. Already had a sound system in it. Don't even have real plates on it. Already got a sound system in it. The cars got, like, three different, like, hubcaps on it. The whole thing. Already got a sound system. Not real plates. Bad bitches twerking ass. It was... Dude, it was like one of them. It was like, yes, this is why I moved to Canton. I thought I was going to see this every day. Are you sure this really happened? This wasn't a dream. Like this wasn't. This wasn't like you lying there on the couch stoned and like this. This genuinely, there was a bad bitch contest. Oh, I'm telling a drive by you, dude, bad bitch contest. This is how bad bitch it was. The one was bald headed with a bandana, like juvenile. Just. <laughs> It was awesome. Oh. She was heavy too. Like the oh, other two were like thin and in shape, right. but like the bald one with the yellow with the blonde Twerk hair, bandana around. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what was this? I for? mean, they, like, they all had their phones out, and I'm telling you, it's because they wanted that mural because it looks like it's very classic. Uh, okay. Early Americana, yeah. and like you know what I mean. That it looked and. I mean, that's not what somebody paid a lot of money to have that mural painted on that wall. And I don't think that they like twerking ass is what they had in mind. <laughs> I, I feel like I have so many questions, but well, I, at, ask the same away. Time, at the same time, I don't I'm, know if I have answers, but ask away. My mind is blown right now. So it was you, awesome. You think these chicks were just doing this just for like Insta famous. Okay. So doing it because it was just media. cell phones. It wasn't, it wasn't like music video production or I anything I did not like see that. any real steady cams. Now with that being said though, let's you can shoot music videos on an iPhone now. Right. I really want to see this footage, dude. Like, yeah, I don't I, think I really want to. Spike Jones was not out there. Okay. So like, I, so I don't know. Because I want to see the footage too. Yeah. So, like, I don't know how you search it. Because bad uh, bitches, I don't know how they right. I don't know how they would hashtag it. But if I see that mural in the video, I'll know. And if, trust me, if I see <laughs> if I see the bald headed one, I'll know.
And honestly, at this point, I'm so interested. If I, even if I see her in like a restaurant, I'm asking. Oh, of course, dude. Bitch, give me the video. <laughs> Your boy needs it. Your boy needs it. I'm dude, seriously. When I watch them all like file into that car like a clown car at the end of it, just you know, 30 day tag and already got two kicker 12s in the trunk. I, dude, I was dying laughing the rest of the afternoon. It was like, yes, this is why I moved downtown. I honestly thought this was what my every day was going to be like. It was the greatest afternoon ever. That's I'm fantastic. telling you, it was not a dream. That actually did happen. <laughs> Somebody find me those videos. Somebody listening right now. No, dude, can 75,000 people. Somebody knows the bald bad bitch twerking ass across the street from my house. And I need to see the video. It was like the greatest afternoon ever. I played golf and played well yesterday. And that <laughs> trumped that. It was awesome. A girl died by doing something we should no longer be doing. I'll give you that story next on Rock 106.9. Very show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. 7.30, we'll get you hooked up with a uh, pair of Hailstorm tickets as they play the Goodyear Theater in Akron. That happens in October. We'll get you hooked up with those. I actually don't want to start thinking about October already. It's only, you know, it's no. only the end of June. But, I mean, dude, July 4th, literally right around the corner. Right. Um, Next week. And, you know, the first day of summer begins the death of summer, dude. You lose a minute of light every single day from here on out. That's, seems very negative. That's the truth. I don't uh, Let's not, I, I don't want to lead today off with negativity. We started the right. show with a bad bitch contest outside okay. my window. Okay. And that was good. That was good. That was great. That that's, was the best thing that's happened to me this week. That was the best thing that happened to me this week, too. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I am, I'm telling you, I'm on the hunt. I will find those. I, I think there might have been four, four women. Um, obviously, the first place I would start looking on Gatsby's. Instagram, <laughs> on Instagram, yeah. uh, just look for like hashtags of Canton or hashtags of you know Ohio stuff like that. I just worry they're on some new hip, cool like social media site that I don't know about yet. I need to find them. All right, we got an audience. We got 20 million people on the case right now. Yeah, I'm trying to wipe one of them. <laughs> I'm trying to wipe one of them broads down. <laughs> what needs to happen so eight uh 7 30 sorry we'll hook you up with those hailstorm tickets nine o'clock is new tour tuesday new mgk new shania twain new rise against and then locally radiatrix uh who will be playing buzzman sunday night i found out in the uh, commercial break there radiatrix only has one x at the end of the name you might want to think about splicing that up guys well, Get a little more extreme when i take them on as a client Okay. We will, uh, we will, we will, uh, we will, we will get that changed. Right. The triple X there is what will sell the T-shirts. We'll play that. Right to remain violent is the name of their song. So I'm reading this story uh, from Spain where I guess a woman was on vacation. All right. And you just do stuff on vacation that you normally wouldn't do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get in vacation, but like you smoke cigarettes when you're on vacation. I, I, I understand that, and I think everyone's guilty of it, but going into another country, I think I would be a little bit more buttoned up than regular vacation fantone, I think. Yeah, I like, I have traveled all over this country, but I have not done a lot of, like, you know, traveling outside of this country. I've been to, like, the border towns in Mexico, but I've never, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't really, like, I haven't been to Spain or anything right. like that, right? And... I want to. It's something I, I have a desire to do, but I do worry, man, because you get outside of this country, you don't realize it's like you can't just live like you do in America. It would suck to get arrested in North Carolina, make no bones about that, but it would suck a whole lot worse to be arrested in North Korea, right? Oh. I mean, like, <laughs> and I'm not saying Spain's North Korea, but the last thing I want to do is end up like that kid that just got sent home, that Otto Warmbier or whatever yeah. his name was. That's the last thing I want. I don't need any of that. So I would, I would like to say that I'd be on my best behavior in a, in a foreign country. So a 17-year-old was in Spain 
and decided she wanted to bungee jump. Okay. And there was a little bit of a language barrier between the instructor and her. The instructor, not necessarily speaking English, had told her, no jump. No No jump. jump. Okay. Right? Well, no is no, so you should know that. But apparently, the pronunciation was so bad that the teenager thought he had said, now jump. Okay. Which, again, it would be jump now, right? Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm I'm, I'm splitting hairs there. But here's the problem. They hadn't tied off the the bungee rope to the bridge. So she jumped. Oh, little Tom Petty there. As a 17-year-old plummets to death. Yeah, no, that's terrible, right? But, like, it just goes to show you, know the language. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, speak the language. And, and are you going to double check with the guy before you just like leap off of it? Right. You want to so, get the So no jump. Up. You think he says now jump and there's no part of you that says, "Well, I'm roped off to a bridge. Let me just like double check here." You said now, right? Like I, I mean, how do you not at least Yeah, I'm double checking that. And um, once again, like behavior, I'm going to say this is that like you go to an amusement park or a county fair and you think like, oh, these are safe, but how many water park slides have we seen people fly off recently and how many things happen? But now you're going to go to another country where you don't know what the safety regulations right. are, what the standards are. Is this dude is this dude a legit business or does he just have a bunch of bungee cord and he ties it off to the bridge and lets people jump, dude? I, I, I don't know about that one. They're not naming him, but he has appeared in court accused of causing her death. Judges in the court, Northern Spain, say the instructor should have checked for an ID to make sure Vera, is the young woman's name, was 18. Apparently, even in Spain, you must be 18 to like sign off to be able to do that. That's good. And they said his English, they used a word which, in our language, translates to very bad. But still, n- no jump... It would sound like now jump. I mean, you can't deny that. That would sound like that for somebody who doesn't speak proper English. The salsa, the salsa. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But you would just like to think. Yes. You would like to think that. Golfer, golfer. <laughs> if I kill off the golfers, there's going to be. Uh, it's not just like the hey, here's 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 say yeah, just go and you're yeah. gonna go. You'd like to think there's gonna be a little bit more to it than that. Have you ever bungee jumped? Uh, I've done like the ripcord thing. I've never like properly bungee jumped. Oh, I bungee jumped because that's how old I am. Like that was like the the, the you chase death thing. Like the, people barely do this anymore. There's a million other things people do now. But I was on vacation with my buddy Kevin, and I think it was Myrtle Beach, and we were still young enough to where I was like, yeah, I'll do that. I don't care. Like I would never, I would never bungee jump today. I would want to. But I know, like, dude, you just, you reach a certain age, and it's even, like, at that point, it's like, roller coasters are like, I don't know, man, I'm kind of a puss. <laughs> like, so I would never bungee jump today. But I, it is one of those things that I'm happy that I've done it, because I can recall the memory. And it was fun. But have you ever seen the people? Like, it's always ironic to me that the people that are in charge of like these death defying acts always look like the like I've never seen the person in charge of this that I would be like yeah I'd let that person watch my kid right never (laughs) you know what I mean but yet strap me to a stationary thing and let me jump off of it absolutely I trust them enough for that it's crazy I feel terrible for this 
Well, her family now is who you feel bad right. for. Her pain's over. And at least we get a little Tom Petty. Be right back with more Stansbury Show. Hang on. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show, Rock 1069. 7.30, we'll get you hooked up with those Hailstorm tickets. 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday, where you get new MGK, new Shania Twain, new Rise Against, and then locally, Radiatrix, the band that will actually be playing Buzzman on Sunday night. I didn't know Shania Twain was making a comeback. She's been off the map for quite a while. Yeah, she has been off the map for a little while. You know what? I just got to make sure that I'm right about what I'm saying. Yeah, Sunday would be the second. Yeah, absolutely. So Sunday night, Sunday Metal Sunday at Buzzman, local band uh, Radiatrix, and their song Right to Remain Violence will premiere this morning to end New Tour Tuesday. There's a, uh, there's one subject that I know for sure Fantone and I disagree on, and that is alien life. I full on believe alien life is out there. I think it's egotistical to live as a human being and think that we're the only intelligent life in, in, you know, the whole thing. I don't disagree with you at this point. It's just I don't think that aliens come to Earth. Oh, so you believe that we're not alone? Oh, yeah. I think that I just don't think that space, like deep space travel is possible. Okay. That's, right. that, that's, what, that's where my line is. Oh, okay. Well, we disagree on that, too. I, I believe aliens have moved around a little bit. And Anonymous, the global hacking like people believe that not only that alien life exists, but they think that NASA is right around the corner from confirming it. Apparently, Anonymous made like some like 13-minute video, and they had put it out on like a YouTube channel, and it all centered around some findings by the American Space Organization, including the discovery of 219 new planet candidates, 10 of which apparently have similar conditions to Earth and uh, were spotted by NASA's Kepler Space Telescope uh, early in June. And they're also pointing to some comments made by a senior NASA NASA official in a U.S. government hearing. And this is kind of what Anonymous does. They kind of like ring the bell and get us all like hot and bothered about something, and then they kind of go away and don't tell you any more about it. Yeah, I don't know if Anonymous has ever done anything. Like, it's one of those organizations that you always hear about, like Hacker Group Anonymous. And like, what have you, what have you exposed? Like, at least with like stuff like WikiLeaks, you can look at and be like, all right, this is what has happened because of this organization's existence. I don't know what's happened because Anonymous exists. Exactly. I don't know. Like, they have been brushed with a sense of credibility that I haven't seen anybody else get that fast. And I think part of it, Fantone, is that they're what they're selling you is we're the ones that'll tell you the truth. And there's money in that. Much like there's always going to be money in telling a dude you'll give him a better erection. You'll always make money telling women this will make you thinner. You know what I mean? There's always going to be commerce and business in telling people that you're the one telling them the truth. What's the revenue source, though? It's not like they have advertisements. It's not like they have like a central website that you go to and have to click on. I mean, there's notoriety, but I don't see where 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 money's coming in. I, I'm not sure money's what, what they're after. It, it all depends on what your end goal is. I don't know what their end goal is. But if it's attention, they're getting that. 
And so I, I think, and like I said, there will always be commerce. There will always be business in telling people that you're going to expose them to the story nobody else will. I, 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 I mean, I think it's just that they were the first like hacker group that really got famous and kind of got a name off of it and have just rode that coattail forever just because it sounds like, I mean, there's no like leader. There's no like central like, hey, this is where this is where anonymous exists. It's. It's it's almost like a fluid thing that I, I, I don't even, I mean, I don't, honestly, it doesn't even really exist. Like, what has it done? What has it accomplished other than putting out a 13-minute video every now and then? I've always been confused about them because how do they clear who what messages they put out? Like, who do they clear that through? Follow, what is the hierarchy of that? I follow one of many anonymous sites on Twitter, and like that's one of the things that they always like hit on is that like there is no head of this, there is no. So it, I don't know. If so just, anybody could just be putting stuff out. But if you if you just did that, if you just made up a Twitter account and said like, "Hey, I'm anonymous Dan" or whatever, and they would come after you, and like that would that would quickly be shut down. But it's 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 a ghost organization, which I mean, honestly, at this point, until I don't. I, I can't think of one example of like, oh man, they exposed this secret or they did that. So for them to say, hey, there's alien life, dude, whatever, what, whatever, you're ringing an alarm bell for something that you have no proof on. They to me seem like the D teases of the internet because they're always telling me what they're gonna show me and then they never give it to me. Yeah, yeah, they are like they're like yeah, they're like the worst prom date ever. You're gonna get some, you're gonna get some, you're gonna get some, and then they never give you any. And and like. So I don't understand why people still like believe what they say. A year from now, this video, there, this proof of alien life will have never come out, and they'll come out with another story, and people will be like, "Oh my God, Anonymous said this," and "Oh my gosh, it's going to be," you know. And it's not. It's just going to. I, I don't know why there's no accountability there, but there's not. And dude, if you have some sort of proof, then what are you teasing it for? Show it. Show it, dude. Blow right. the, Blow the load right now. Like do it now. Thomas Zerbetchen. <clears throat> who is uh, the associate administrator of NASA's science mission directorate says NASA has made uh, that he says, taking into account all of the different activities and missions that are specifically searching for evidence of alien life. We are on the verge of making one of the most profound unprecedented discoveries in history. And at some point, yeah, right. I mean, we've been kind of looking forever. So if it's there, um, how long have we, I mean, really, how long have we been looking in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, dude, I mean, people have been looking to the skies forever and looking, you know, even with telescopes, but when it comes to actually being, you know, having the technology to, to, to try to reach out to other worlds, I mean, that's a relatively new thing here. It's not like that's, you know. I'm being told that Anonymous are the ones that exposed the Steubenville rape case against the f- the football program. And again, I'm looking at an article from rollingstone.com claiming okay. that. Okay. So All there's right. one. So th- so there's one and I mean nothing re- really happened there, but good. That's something I can definitely support is coming out against, you know, people covering up rape. Yeah. yeah I, okay. All right, th- that's a piece of good that they have done. You know what I mean? Yeah, um if I remember I, correctly, I had forgotten too, that. If I remember correctly too, they've done things against like like child porn and stuff like that, but as far as I know, like not I mean we're we're, we're not talking about much here. I mean, what did they release? What was the document of like government names that they listed? And it ended up being nothing. Like it ended up like, remember, it was like, we're going to give you the list at two o'clock today. And we were on the air when this happened. And then that came out and it was like nothing. nothing. Yeah. Like I, they just ring the bell a lot. And I would imagine that we are that, that yes, that NASA is probably right around the corner from being able to say, hey, look, we found it. What do you think happens when they say that in the hypothetical that it happens? 
As far uh, like what what happens in the world when NASA comes reaction out? Reaction is what you're asking yes, me. What 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 do people do? I don't know if panic's the right answer because I think most people think it's there. So are you really going to freak out about something you think you you already knew about? Doesn't it fly in the face of every religious belief that anyone has ever had? Like how 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 all of a sudden is are are, are people who have built their lives based on this 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 concept of Earth is where it happens. This is the birthplace of Jesus. This is you know the world revol or the universe revolves around this. And all of a sudden, there's aliens on other planets. I think there's going to have to at least be some sort of like panic. There's going to have to be something. They'll the religion people will spin it and how like God created that and that, that He gave you the first thing to ponder. It'll all come back to to what their belief is. You They're not going to abandon them. their belief. Okay, like when people believe, they believe. And very rarely will you pull somebody out of that belief. If aliens didn't change your opinion on like what is and is not possible, then I that's you you are deep you are dyed in the wool right there. I, I'm I'm telling you, I think that's wow. the way that goes down. Wow. I'm being told here again, and I don't know if this is true or not. I, I don't remember this, but a month ago, apparently, anonymous took down an ISIS Twitter account. I remember hearing stories about that, but I don't know that whether or not that had been validated and whether or not that is actually true. I know that I was hearing rumors of that, but um, if they did that too again there's the we found two pieces of good but again marshall tweets in and tells me anybody can buy in walk into a bookstore and buy a guy fox mask and then pretend right. to be anonymous right and that is the problem with i always said this and this is a quote from somebody else i didn't come up with this quote but justice that cannot be served in the light of day isn't justice like if you can't do it in the light of day you know what you're doing is wrong or at least partially wrong and that you shouldn't be doing it you know what I mean? Even if a good comes out of it, justice could be openly discussed and you could show your face behind it. I understand why exposing things and why revealing secrets can can lead to that justice, but I get the point of that. I do. You know what I mean? I I, I like when these things are are debated in the light of day and people's you know, opinions are brought into it and we can figure it out. I, I am very hesitant to run to the arms, the open embrace of the online hacker community because of the power they will have. And like I said, when it's just this kind of stuff, it's great. But when your neighbor can do it to you, that's when this is going to become a huge Huge problem. Akron uh, police are actually looking for a suspect, I believe, that comes from Stark County. We'll get you updated with that story, and that will happen next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9, 7.30. We'll get you hooked up with a pair of tickets to check out Hailstorm at the Goodyear Theater in Akron. That show is uh, October. We'll get you hooked up a little early. And the Akron Police Department currently seeking uh, the public's help now in locating a man from East Canton, who has kidnapped his ex-wife and their three children. Uh, he picked all four victims up from a park in East Canton and took them to an address, uh, they say, in Talbot Avenue in Akron. The ex-wife, a 28-year-old woman, was locked inside the basement of the home, where he then ripped her clothes off and attempted to sexually assault her. The pair's 8-year-old daughter and two sons, ages 7 and 4, were all kept inside the home and not allowed to leave. Um, apparently, the seven-year-old asked for food and then was punched in the face by Dontrell, uh, John, uh, Dontrell Johnson. Uh, he's facing charges of abduction, kidnapping, domestic violence, and child endangering. He's described as 5'6", 130 pounds, and an African-American male. If you have any information on where he might be, uh, please contact Akron Police at 330-375-2490. How terrifying. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. That's just awful. I... Um, you got to imagine he's probably staying with somebody he knows 
at that point. I, or, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess it's possible he fled the state already, but like uh, they are looking for him. That's the last update we've been given. I just searched right before we came back on the, uh, on the air, and no update has been given as of yet. So as far as I know, they have not caught him as of yet. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. People go on the run, and uh, but they usually go on the run to people that they know. So somebody in the area knows something about where this dude is, and you know, it's it's on you to say something about this. This obviously is a person who is uh, not afraid of hurting other people, not afraid of you know the consequences that come along with that. So it really is on you if you know where he's at to say something about Obviously it. Obviously dangerous. If he's willing to do this to his own family, it, you don't want to find out what he'd be willing to do to you. When uh, I mean, if it, basically you back somebody in a corner like that, their actions can be uh, wildly erratic and everything else. So if you know anything, I would contact Agron Police. I do have this also um, here where a Stark County resident has foot the bill to keep a, uh, a canine officer safe. Milo is uh, the Canton canine officer, has been serving Star County for more than a year now, and he has been fitted for his very own ballistic vest. It's bullet and stab proof, and they cost around $1,000. Um, you may remember Jethro had been shot um, during, I believe, what was a store robbery, if I have my facts uh, straight on that. Yeah. Um, so a, um, an unnamed here, a Star County resident, decided to foot the bill in order to keep uh, this canine safe. Oh, I'm sorry, they do list her. Nancy Rogers is her name. And she was very inspired, they say, uh, to donate the money after reading about the death of canine Jethro, who was killed in the line of duty January last year. God, man, that's been... Oh yeah, it's I mean, been a while already. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to kind of look back on everything, and uh, yeah, we're, we're we're at least a year removed from that. Um, I think Milo was like the replacement for Jethro, if I if I remember it, or you know, I know there was a they they, they moved another canine unit in. Um, I'm definitely happy this woman decided to do this, and obviously it's greatly appreciated. But like, shouldn't that already have happened? Like, shouldn't this dog? I already have a bulletproof vest. Well, they say Milo is actually one of three canine officers with Star County, and canine uh, Chase is now the only one who does not have a vest. Although the sheriff is saying once he's fully trained, he'll get one too. Okay, because I was going to say, like, just based on the fact of, obviously, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to discredit the love for dogs or anything like that, but these animals really are assets of the sheriff's department and of the police department, and, like, you want to protect your investment there. You want to protect, like, to get a new dog and to retrain it and to get it reassimilated with with one of the, you know, handlers, you want these dogs to put forth long lives they're the canary in the coal mine but you want the canary back you know what i mean when you send it in there you want the canary to come back you want it to be you know what i mean and so yeah if we, if we can outfit it with if we can outfit them with something that you know can help us assure them coming home at the end of the night then yeah i mean we went to that we went to the memorial service for jethro yeah and i talked about that afterwards where they were showing those home videos of like that officer and that dog because they go home with that dog it's not like they're just like hey we punch out and then the dog is like chained to the desk at the right. police station i mean you live with that dog and when they, i mean the, that little girl his little girl like when they brought that dog home and the car door opens and like she just like lunges into the car to hug that i mean honestly dude nothing made me cry more that that whole year than that and so uh, good on Nancy Rogers to bone up $1,000 to help get that dog, uh, you know, Milo his vest. That's awesome. Yeah, I would just hope that all police service animals are going to have that same, you know, that same yeah, pr- so. pr- protection available to them. Um, I, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but right at the corner of 2nd 
North, or no, I'm sorry, sorry, I think it's Second South and Market. Um, there's the Fallen Officers of Stark County yeah. Memorial. They this year added a uh, Fallen Service Animals too. Yeah, so, I saw that. You know, so it's uh, it's something that uh, obviously a lot of people feel very passionately about, and I understand why. Yeah, Nancy Rogers, good on you. Uh, thanks for boning up that thousand dollars. It's good to know that Milo will be safe on the city streets of Canton, Ohio. You know, when a new cell phone gets released and you hear the price, everybody goes, "What?" Right. For that amount of money, it should have sex with me. Okay. Well, the iPhone will now have sex with you. I'll explain next on Rock 106. Inspiration Show on Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We have hailstorm tickets. We'll pass those out here shortly. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need on those. I'm very hesitant, I am, to, uh, to go back and revisit the previous topic of conversation on the program, where... I don't know how we even got there, but apparently if you want to have sex with the clone of yourself, that that's considered to be gay. All right. And uh, and Frank wants to know, since you think that, masturb- that masturbating could technically be gay because, well, you're like, you're holding a penis. I mean, it's not what I think. I'm not like, dude, I'm so gay with a D in my hand. But if you're going to go the route of... You know, performing oral sex on yourself via an app is gay, then masturbation's got to be gay, right? Frank wants to know if, since cowboy boots have heels, are those technically male high heels? And are you are you blurring the line there, maybe? I mean, I, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. You know, at this point, if you're wearing cowboy boots, essentially you're trans at this point. Gee. I'll throw it out there. I don't care. Dude, come sure. on, man. Who cares? You know what? Although, it's been a while since we had a yeah. trans story. Yeah, dude, use whatever bathroom while. you want. You got cowboy boots on, going to Target, take a dump wherever. I don't care. Swinging doors. Just, yeah, just, just right. Just come out there. Just kick the dust up. Yes, come time. out of there. Yeah, absolutely. Who cares? Nine o'clock is New Tour Tuesday. You're getting new MGK, new Shania Twain, new Rise Against, and then locally, metal band Radiatrix. You'll be able to catch them Sunday night at Buzzman for Sunday Metal Sunday. All right, we're we need to talk about other things you should not put in your mouth right now. All right, okay. We live in a very dirty society. Yeah. And you ever notice, like, when you're getting out of the car or whatever, and you have like too many things to carry, you'll put something in your mouth. Third hand, and you'll yes, it very much is the, the the teeth of the third hand there, and if you really pay attention to yourself, there's like a little thought process that goes into which one of these do I put in my mouth right now, and you do it like almost it's instinct, so you don't even notice you're doing it, but there but there's an evaluation of product, and you're like, nope, this is the one that goes in my mouth. Like for some reason, like the straps of a grocery bag feels like that's totally okay. Put those in your mouth, that's fine, right, and. Money is one of those things you'll see people put in their mouths constantly. Like anytime like they're rummaging through their pockets or whatever. Yeah, there's $20 gold. Put that in between my lips there for a minute while I'm still looking around for stuff. That's one of the worst things you could put in your mouth. They've, yeah. they've, they've examined some money that have come out of ATM machines. And sure enough, everything in the world is on it. DNA from your pets, drugs, bacteria, all kind of stuff. Feces is all over money. Not necessarily surprised. No, of course not. People it's, take money out of their pocket after going to the bathroom. It's it's essentially an extension of your hands. You know what I mean? So whatever your hands have been gooping up with and touching and, and doing, you know, whatever, that's going to transfer to your money for sure. Yeah, money's just dirty. And money never gets washed. It never gets sanitized. Only by accident. Right. And, and anything that... 
anything else, pretty much, eventually you're going to run a Clorox wipe over. You know what I mean? Like, even if you only do your phone once every three months, at least you're doing it at some point. At least you've got some sort of, like, cleanliness thing going on there. Yeah, I wipe that thing down constantly. But, like, money never wiped down. Never touched. Ever. I don't even know if running money through the washer would really help you that much there i mean i i I don't think i don't think washing your your clothes is going to be enough to like kill like fecal bacteria and like things like that i I don't i don't know well let's hope so there's women all over america today washing stains out of their husband's underwear like i hope it gets i I, dude i would i would honestly like to know like how sanitized your clothes are coming out of the washer and not that sanitized I mean, honestly, not combating the feces, not enough, not enough to me, make me feel like, oh, dude, it's no big deal. I'm not a germaphobe under any stretch of the imagination. If anything, at this point in my life, I'm kind of like, eh, dude, I'll survive it. Like if it, I got to build up, it makes you stronger, dude. It's one of those things where it's like, dude, you, you use hand sanitizer all the time. It's how super bacteria exists. Right. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta deal with germs sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's much like exposing a kid to chicken pox who hasn't had it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very much the same thing there. It's very much the same math. So they looked into the, like, the dollar bill, right? Because everybody's got, like, not, not everybody's carrying around hundreds every day, but most people have a dollar in their pocket. And so they looked into this. And I found this number to be alarming. Okay. And I'm not, like, a prude to this. I've done drugs. Okay. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I did not know that. I have done, I have, I have experimented with some drugs throughout my life. Got some breaking news. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> okay. Occasionally, back in the day, this used to happen. Well, right. Some people are listening for their first time. You're right. You've got to explain. That. And so I have done some stuff. So I'm not a prude to this way of life is what I'm saying. All right. But I was shocked to hear this number that 80% of dollar bills have traces of cocaine on them. 80. 80% of dollar bills. That's alarming. <sighs> Do you have any idea what that means? And I, we just talked about how money doesn't get clean, right? Right. And so, like, once it's been on the bill, it's going to stay on the bill. I understand yeah. that. Okay. So, like, once one person snorted coke with it, it's on it. You got that. You got that credit card, and you're trying to scrape it all off of that dollar bill at the end of the night. You're like, ah, there's a little bit more on here, but it's still going to be there. But eighty percent would imply that, dude. So many people that deny doing drugs have done cocaine, right? Eighty percent of one particular bill. Yeah, that that's is a not, high number. That's not just because it's still on the bill. That's because a lo- an alarming amount of people are snorting blow. Uh, yes, at the very least. Because, let me tell you why I think that. Because it's not like, oh, well, they found drug residue. They found cocaine residue. If this was like all drugs, like, yeah, we, you know, we find a little heroin here, little pills there, a little opiate. For those of you that don't know, some people will crush down opiate pills and snort those like cocaine. So if they were finding, if, if this was 80% of dollar bills have some drug residue on it, I'd be like, well, yeah, I get it. That There's a million drugs out there. But this is $1 bills and cocaine. That's streamlining it down pretty far. I'm, I'm a little surprised that it's dollar bills that we're talking about. As far as I can remember, it was always like, yo, biggest bill in the circle, that's the dollar we're using. If, you, if somebody has 100... If yeah, somebody has a 50. That is one of those things when yeah. you're doing drugs like that. It's like, no, nah, I got a 100, bro. Let's just snort it down with that. Right. It just felt classier at that point. Yeah. Bro, get that page <laughs> from the Bible out of here. Somebody give me a 50. That's terrifying that 80% of dollar bills have cocaine on them.
Yeah, and especially since because cocaine, it's not like it's 1989 right now. You know what I mean? Like cocaine. That's not even like the drug right now. No, I don't feel like it's a very widely used drug. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously it is, but I don't think it's nearly as popular as it once okay. was. I, 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 and, and I can kind of prove that. Okay, when you do this for a living, right, you talk to a wide array of people. Meaning, we got people working fry side right now listening, and there are guys getting ready to go into a law office that listen to, right? You, you, everybody listens, right, when you, when you do a job like this. And occasionally, listeners of the program will offer you things, okay? Now, back in the day, I used to get offered, not that you take it, but you get offered stuff. And people used to offer, uh, do people will offer you drugs all the time when you do this? Okay, and back in the day, Coke was like a big one. That's what people would be like, yo, man, you want to go to the back of my car and do this? No, I don't. I don't have any idea who you are. That's illegal. I feel like that's a bad place. We're not doing that. Yeah, doing felony drugs off of like the the, the roof of a car, like the trunk of a car, the hood of a car. It sounds like a terrible I was going to say, it was, the, it, was, it was the hood, buddy. Oh, all right. But you don't do that. Okay. Right? You just don't do it. But you get offered stuff all the time. The amount of times that I've been offered cocaine has dropped dramatically over the years, and other drugs are skyrocketing because they're just more popular, more readily available. It's what more people are doing. Yeah, I, I, it's just not as—it's not nearly what it once was. No matter how you cut it, and eighty percent—it's a lot of cocaine. I mean, eighty percent of dollar bills have cocaine on them. So if you have singles that you don't want. <laughs> bring them to off. me. Forget the strip club. Bring them right. Them off. Bring them right here. Ah, dude, maybe that's a big part of it. Strippers, drugs, slapping it up on their asses. Uh all right. Pinpoint that. Like, what do you think the percentage of that is? Out of the eighty percent of bills that are touched with cocaine, like, it, it, it's partially it is going to be the strippers' fault. Like, ballpark that for me. Um, I think of all single dollar bills, I would say more than eighty percent have at one point or another been in the hands or the g string of a stripper. Oh, for uh, sure, for sure, dude. There's only so many. There's only so many notes in circulation. So yeah, I would say. Listen, I don't I'm know. being all up across so many notes. So I would say I would say ninety percent, if not more, of your dollar bills have have uh, have made it to the main stage. Again, things you should not put your mouth on. Don't do that. You go up and sit at Pervert Row in the strip club and you lick the stage. I'm telling you, they're going to ask you, and I don't even Jeez. think I don't even think politely. They're going to just point to the way and tell you to get the hell out, and they should. Hailstorm plan in October. That happens at the Goodyear Theater. We have tickets. Be caller twenty five right now at one eight hundred two four three. 7625. We'll get you hooked up with those. And good news, Canton. The show must go on. We'll get you hooked up with that story next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. 9 o'clock is new to Tuesday. You'll get new MGK, new Shania Twain, new Rise Against, and then locally, a band called Radiatrix. Their song is called Right to Remain Violent. Well, we actually have the video for that as well. We'll get that linked at WRQK.com so you can see that ahead of their show Sunday at uh, Buzzbin for Sunday Metal Sunday. I'm actually really excited to hear the MGK song. Um, I know he's got a new album out. A lot of people have said that it's really, really good, and I have not listened to it. So uh, hopefully this will uh, wet my whistle when it comes to MGK, and maybe I'll maybe I'll spend the afternoon lacing up. He, uh, he actually had a pretty big write-up. In the latest Rolling Stone magazine, actually, MGK did, and um, that was sitting in my mailbox for me yesterday, 
And I've heard, I haven't listened to the entire album, but I've listened to some of it. Okay. And it's pretty good, but he is being kind of heralded now as like, this is like the going to be the breakout album for him. And I don't hear that. I hear a good MGK offering, but I don't necessarily hear it as like this transformative record for his career, the way it's being talked about. Yeah. As far as I've known, and like I said, I didn't listen to it yet, but it's, it's a little bit more artistic. It is. It's a little less like bangers and like rapping about drugs and more like. He's I don't going, know. That, dude, that turns me off. I'm like, ugh, I don't want that. I'm telling you right now, at some point, you are going to see a Kid Rock-type transformation uh, of Machine Gun Kelly. We're not going into country, but he is going to be a more singer-songwriter-type. It's going to be less lace-up and more examining the artistic side of Machine Gun. That will eventually happen. So you go from a rapper into kind of like a rock star into kind of like a singer-songwriter there. Okay. All right. I mean, they say he's dating that Halsey chick. Okay. And she's very artsy that way, and I'm guessing that has having a lot. Dude, no matter who the guy is, if he's sleeping with a hot, attractive woman... Her interests become his interests. It's he, just the way it is. He used to bang Rachel Starr, and that was uh, felt like a great time for MJ, MGK, dude. It was nothing but like doing songs about doing drugs and banging whores. And like, dude, that was, those were great MGK albums. To be honest with you, I hated him during that. Yeah, I, uh, I know everybody hated him with the you know the Heat, no LeBron though. Like that's when everybody kind of turned like you know. And uh, I was like, mm, the the Rachel Starr thing is what made me mad. It's what got you upset? Yeah. Right? As a matter of fact, I'm mad at the dude who's banging a uh, Jane James right now. Like I hate that guy. I full on hate that. Guy. There's like 20 dudes that bang Jane James. They get paid to do it. Why are you holding it against Machine Gun first Kelly? Of all, first of all, she has thought better of her porn star ways and oh. has retired from filmmaking oh. and just now tours the country, you know, doing shows at, at clubs. Well, once again, dude, I mean, how many guys are banging her? A lot, probably. The rich ones, too. Why you gotta... Why? Because why? it's the why? truth. Because we hear about the cold, hard facts here on the Stansberry Show. I, those were... That was cold and hard, indeed. <laughs> I don't know if it was facts, but it was definitely cold. So the show must go on, and this is good news. Not necessarily for me, because I'll be honest, I don't know if I'm going to go or not, but the firework display for Canton, Ohio will go on. Excellent. Okay. Uh, this is the second year in a row where we've lacked the funding to get it done. But organizer Bob Harper, president of the United Steelworkers Local 1123, says they need 15 grand to pay for the fireworks along with police and fire department personnel. Apparently what has happened here, Fantone, is some big-time sponsors have fallen through and decided not to be part of it. But they do say we're getting money. We're getting a lot of veterans groups they claim that are donating, you know, $100 or $500 here and there to have unions that are donating heavily and other community groups. The problem right now is big donations went out of the way, but we've gotten some medium-sized ones, but we're planning on it to continue and go on. They say looking ahead at next year to avoid another deficit, they say organizers are going to be implementing a funding system for next year's show, which get ready for crowdsourcing for... Your 4th of July display. Yeah, I mean, how many times does it have to happen before you start planning for it? Right. So, like, a little bit of, like, well, what do you mean you didn't know you weren't going to get the funding? But it's on now, and... I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm excited. Uh, the, 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 the Monument Park is obviously, like, an awesome place to have a fireworks display. Um... But it does make me question a little bit of, like, how much is this really worth to the community? Well, it costs thirty grand to do it. Right. 
30 grand to blow stuff up. Now, not all of it's just the fireworks. It's also fire and police personnel that need to be on the scene. And not all of it comes from public funding. I mean, obviously, there's donors here who are doing this. But, like, how much should the community spend on fireworks? Uh, This is one of those things. And, again, I'm probably not going to go. I don't have kids. I'm single. Like, if I was dating somebody, I'm sure we'd go get the blanket and do the whole Americana thing. But I'm alone, so I'm probably not going to. But even as somebody... Like, I always bitch about people who don't have kids who bitch about school levies. The school levy helps you, too, whether you're sending kids to schools or not. I feel like there are certain community events that inspire and build hope in people. And kind of like there's like the American standard things. And not doing them doesn't feel like the right call to me. Um, I'm going to make a real and and, and there's a difference between public schooling and fireworks. No, I understand. Sense- I'm not equating them. I'm just saying, like there, there is, there are, there's hope and feel good in these events, and I don't think you can downplay the effect that that has. I think you can put a monetary value on it. I don't think there's enough hope and hope in uh, whatever for 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 thirty thousand dollars worth there. I mean, something like First Friday, that's an economic driver. That's something where people are coming and spending money, where businesses are going to be able to sell their goods. Fourth of July fireworks. You go to Monument Park for three hours, and maybe you buy a lemonade, but it's not like it's not like something that actually. Should we be doing this the way they do drive-in movies, which is charging by the car load? Um, what you'd have there is people just standing outside of wherever that line is and just watching it from there. Yeah, but you can monetize the people who care enough to be close. If you can't get enough private donations... I mean, I can see it from my house. I don't have to go anywhere. If you can't do it with enough private funds, if you can't do it with uh, without dipping into public funds... I mean, a city as economically bad as Canton is right now... Uh, to me, this should be like, yo, hey, it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and we believe in Canton, and we want you to believe in us, and that's why we're doing the fireworks, baby! <laughs> I yeah I don't that's know. what that's what would make sense to me I can't understand why there's not a couple of businesses here that want to be next to this right I mean that's like I said like our sit not really our sister station but a station that this company owns in Cincinnati the Rock Station does this every year for Cincinnati and it's the biggest thing Cincinnati does it's like the biggest thing every year and I like my buddy works down there and he was like you should come down here and do this one and I was like what I was like it's for I was like it's the fi- I was, it's like it's fireworks. But sure enough, the station's cranked the entire time they do it. All the DJs do announcements from the stage. It's all done really professionally. And it ends up being like this huge thing. And it was in Jeopardy, but again, they stepped up and saved it last year. Um, once again, though, that's, I'm sure, somebody making money off of that. There's no way that our company would just... Oh, yeah. No, they get a car dealer to like come in with them and do it. There's no way our company would just step up to the plate to help there. So it's like... Somebody, it, it's got to be, it's got to be funded off of something other than taxpayer dollars, in my opinion. It's special, but it's not like we're doing well enough where we can be like, oh, hey, I mean, dude, three days later at First Friday, they're going to have fireworks. It's not like this this area would be firework free. Yeah, I forgot about that. That does change. The, that has to change the narrative. Although I bet there are people who do not feel as if coming down to First Friday with their kids is a good idea. Which, again, I, I think you'll be all right. I, com- I really do. If you're coming to Monument Park and you're not going to downtown, hey, come on, come on, come on. Well, I mean, First Friday is kind of sold to you as a drinking holiday. Which, again, if you just go, to, if you, if you avoid like the bars, I mean, First Friday is totally fine. You go to the you, the art galleries and a restaurant, you'll be fine. Art galleries, art museum, restaurant. There's kids' movies playing at the palace. So yeah, they do plenty of stuff on First Friday for the family aspect. I just don't know if people know. 
that. Those people are ill-informed then. Then you, well, you, you know. I mean, welcome to the American public. Well, buddy. I mean, if you're deciding to go back into Monument Park over downtown. Yeah, that's, that's a, that is a fair statement, though. Because it can get sketchy over there. Of course. Anywhere. But I, I bet most people are happy about this. Like I said, it yeah. doesn't really affect me either way. I'm probably not going to go. Although, I that does... That is a good visual place to have oh, that done at. Awesome. It's got to look cool. I'll, uh, I'll be there for sure, and I'll uh, I'll appreciate it. But, I, I mean, it just, to me, if we're pumping tax dollars into this, it doesn't make sense. I get that. And ultimately, you are right. There's just something about giving up on things that I think just, that, that ripples through the community. And maybe I'm making too much of it, but I just feel like that ripples through the community, and then that will spread negativity. And the last thing we need is more negativity. Apparently, having more sex leads to something we all want. We all all want this, and sex is the answer. So we'll give you that next on Rock 106. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. I am upset right now, Fantone. I am upset. I have spent the better part of this whole morning, A, doing the radio show, but B, during the commercial break, I've been searching every social media site there is, or that I am a part of at least, for these videos. All right. So yesterday I was like laying on the couch and like four women were in a parking lot across the street, like literally across like the alley from my apartment building, like recording themselves twerking in front of the mural that's like on the wall in this parking lot across from my building. Was there a dude involved in this behind no. the camera? This was all women. No dudes. Wow. It was like four chicks. Now wow. one of them kind of looked like a dude. She was kind of heavy, bald headed bandana, just straight juvenile looking. Jeez. And she was actually the one, she was getting down. And like, my instincts, I said this this morning, my instincts were just off yesterday because I tweeted about it before snapping a photo of it. And part of it was, is like, they could see me looking at them. And I was worried, like, if I just start taking photos, that they were going to get angry. And it's like, well, they know where I live now. I mean, you're out there twerking in the middle of the streets. I mean, dude, the, the car radio was so, dude, this is what I found hilarious. Car, 30 day tag, three different hubcaps, already had a stereo system in it. Already had it in it. Just trunk rattling, twerking ass in the parking lot across the street from my dude. I've searched every hashtag that, that I could think of. Like, dude, I actually, dude, I went so far as to search hashtag Canton Thought. I went that far. <laughs> I have gone over the deep end trying to find these four women shaking ass across the street from my house. I need to see this video. I need to see it. I've been come. I've been, uh, dude. I'm obsessed. I mean, Canton's not that big of a town, dude. No, it's not. Somebody in our listening audience knows something about this. I need, I need this. I need closure on this issue. What I need is for them to do it like twice a day. That'd be cool. Just come back and do it again. I mean, it honestly, was awesome. honestly, I'm surprised you can't like pay for this to happen again. I'm going to say by the end of the day, one of them is going to hit you up and be like, hey, yo, we'll uh, we'll come recreate the scene for you. Oh, please do. That would be the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Now, look, I'm planning on playing golf today, ladies. So, like, if we could do this around 6 o'clock, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> right? Okay, 6 o'clock news. I don't need to watch that anyway. I need the Twerk Fest 2017 going on across the street from me. It was awesome. Maybe they'll come out to Orville with you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they'll come out and make it. Nah, I, I, I would like to be invited back to Orville again, so I'm probably not going to bring them 
probably probably not going to do that. But no, I, I, you're right. Somebody listening, yeah. know somebody that knows somebody, and I <laughs> little trick daddy there. And uh, I need to, I yeah, I need. Well, yeah, I need it. I need, I need that video. Miss Bad Bitch 2017 could be the future Mrs. Stansberry, dude. You well, here's know. the problem. I have no idea how old these women. Ah. They all looked over the age of 18, but you ah, don't know. I think you're okay. I, think you're I saw a couple of arm tattoos. I'm probably good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nothing, nothing says of age like arm tattoos. I'm sure that those were probably you know legally acquired <laughs> tattoos. I'm sure, I'm sure that's how that went down. Apparently, what this might mean is maybe I need more. Maybe I need more sex. All right. And it turns out that having more sex is a huge benefit. We've seen this before. Where like the health benefits of sex, they actually say it's a it's like a natural antihistamine having sex is it'll clear you out that whole way. It's a um it's it, there's a fine line there of like if you're not getting enough sex, I can totally see how that's negatively not only going to impact you mentally but physically as well, dude. Yeah, Absolutely. you got to get laid. So new research conducted at the University of Oxford Sex is good for the brain, they claim, especially as you start to age. Okay? Researchers surveyed 73 participants between the ages of 50 and 83. So it was a small study. Yeah. All right? But they, uh, people between the ages of 50 and 83 about their sex lives. They found that just over half of them are having sex daily. Um, boy, what a difference in age. And I guess that's when you get to be an old person. There's like 55, which, don't get me wrong, sounds old to me, but it doesn't sound like, oh, my God. Ancient. Like, yeah, it's old, not ancient. But 85 or 83, sounds that sounds like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're still having sex. Agreed. Just over half of them had said they're having sex daily. Between 50 and 83, sex daily? daily? That's sex a lot. daily? Dude, I'm 33 and I don't have the energy to have sex daily. Daily, right. Right. Come yeah. on, come on. 35% of them are having sex monthly. Uh, but you think about it, retired people, old people, what do they have going on? You have to fill up your hours of your day, and if you don't have a job, you're not. You're just sitting around all day, grandkids come and visit you maybe maybe twice a month if you're lucky. Yeah, but you're 80. What, do you have a foot pump to get the thing inflated? Well, like, what well, are you I, doing? I mean, that's a, <laughs> the cure for cancer. Ah, who needs it? Cure for ED? We got that's it. That's true. We that got is it. true. 35% of them are having sex monthly. This is people ages uh, 50 to 83, and the remaining 13% said they never had sex. That's depressing. That's sad. So after gathering some information about their sex lives, the researchers assessed that the brain function of the participants with a series that they, they like kind of had you go through some um, like cognitive tests and found that those who had sex every day scored on average phantom two points higher on the tasks than the participants who had monthly sex and then even more so four points higher than the people who had never had sex or who were abstaining from sex right now right i wonder if this is sex exclusive or if this is more if you're orgasming on a regular basis would masturbation help here for old people i i i Bet not, because masturba- masturbating is helpful and it is healthy for you, but it does not provide you with the same things they say having sex with a, with a human partner does. So my guess would be no, but I don't know that. And they say that these two and four point differences seem small, and uh, but they're not. They say in the world of clinical re- research, even small differences can be noteworthy. And they say in this study, it totally was. They say that having a ton of sex is good for your brain. They found that. Having sex on a regular basis has the biggest impact on verbal fluency, meaning those who have a ton of sex are better at things like naming as many nouns with that begin with the letter B as they can in 30 seconds or something along those lines. I wonder if it's a little bit of chicken in the egg here to me where it's like, 
are you having more sex because you're more more mentally there and that's why you can engage a partner that's why you can keep a relationship going that's why and if you're already crazy or not crazy but like if you already have like signs of dementia and things like that it's going to be a lot harder for you to convince someone to have sex with you okay that would ring true for that point but this study also found that sexually active people also scored better in visual tests than everyone else as well so that then would you know that would stand alone on its own there versus like, yes, if you're able, if you have better verbal fluency, you're more able to talk somebody into doing what you want them to do. I understand your point there, but they say the eye test gets better too. a little bit of, I, I mean, I, 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 I buy into it and I just feel like you're going to be a healthier person as a whole. And it's going to make it easier for you to have sex as opposed to if you've got your eyes are going and your mind's going and you can't hear anything, then yeah, you're just going to be a lo- like a lonely old person. That's sad. I mean, my mom's eyes are still fine. You know what I mean? She can still, you know what I mean? She can still see things. That, that, that's the thing is that they took people from the same age group and so, along the same lines and then had them look at it. So that's the thing is that they have now, this is proof that having sex more often helps you with more things. And they say it's obviously the release of dopamine in the brain. That's definitely a huge part of this. And I really think it's also... Dude, when you have a lack of sex, the brain focuses on that, and it highlights that. And then you end up getting like uh, they uh, sympathy pain is not the right thing, but you end up having like body pain due to the fact that you're, you're mentally thinking about it so much. Then my guess is, is just having more sex, you're just more clear minded. Like you're not obsessed with the fact. Like sex isn't a want; it's a it's a need. It's like a, it like you need it, like water. You kind of need it. And so when you're not getting it, the brain then restricts and then is only concentrating on the fact of what you're not giving it versus what you are. And so I think that the more times you clear out the lines, you're probably thinking more clearly. And yeah, you have a better visual. You, you're probably thinking more clearly, have a better command of your vocabulary, everything. As a matter of fact, if I had sex yesterday, I'd probably be better doing a better <laughs> job of explaining all of this to you right now. Nintendo is looking to get back into your pocket via the nostalgia. We'll give you that next on Rock 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Still to come at 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday. You're getting new MGK, new Shania Twain, new Rise Against, and then locally, metal band called Radiatrix. They're playing Buzzman Sunday night for Sunday Metal Sunday, which is this new thing Buzzman's been doing where it's like dedicating Sunday night to purely metal, like all different versions of it and that like getting a lot of good local metal bands to play it. So Radiatrix's uh, song, Right to Remain Violent. We'll play that for you. Find out if they're any good. I was told that they are very um, reminiscent of early Megadeth is what I w- is the way I was sold them. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> dude, I mean, I like Megadeth a lot. So yeah, absolutely. So you listen to that. It's quite possible one of the guys in the band just has a Megadeth shirt. Or who knows? Possibly they are the next Megadeth. You never know. Who knows? You do never know. So 9 o'clock, we'll find out together. Was it middle of last year or whatever it was that Nintendo like announced like the the mini NES and like the world lost their mind, myself included. I still have never seen one of these in the store, by the way. Um, I don't know if I have either. I've um, never seen like a mini NES in in the store ever. You got to credit Nintendo a little bit there. There's a part of me that wants to like punch the good people at Nintendo. The other part of me is like, well, dude, you guys created a false sense of urgency on it and people lost their minds and you, you sold out. You and- build panic. This is the Harley Davidson model. Harley Davidson is like one of the most legendary like promotional brand building companies in in America. And what they always did is they produced less bikes than they needed, which 
creates hysteria and makes people want them. And then what are they willing to do? Pay more than what they should for the product. And Harley's been doing that since the beginning of time. They were they were visionary on that. I've long thought with uh, you know video game companies, it's like you have the technology. There's no question about it. You have the plastic. There's no doubt about that. So just put them together and sell them but i mean obviously this 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 it's limited edition or there's not enough made we're, we're gonna run out, out of, of sriracha right it's it's no, like not. this is the way this is all marketing this is the this is the new way to market your products i mean honestly like that nintendo that they came out with i mean that was probably 94 cents worth of plastic put together in taiwan and sent over here with an 8-bit system like how can we not have this available to me all the time they should be flooded the store yeah. should be flooded with those. But if they were, you would think it wasn't valuable and you wouldn't want it. It's the fact that you can't get your hands on it that makes you want it. And so now they have announced, and I remember saying at the time of the mini NES, I was like, wait till this version comes out. And sure enough, it's here. The Super Nintendo Entertainment System, the any, you know, the SNES classic will be mini like, like the mini NES. Mm-hmm. And it will be out on September the 29th for $79.99 like its predecessor the NES classic. Seven, 80 bucks. That's 80 crazy. bucks. Now it comes preloaded with 20 games, I believe is 21 games, I'm sorry. And it's got a decent list of some of the games. I'll give you some of the highlights here. Contra 3 The Alien Wars, I don't remember, but I know Contra the series. I remember playing the first one, I don't remember the third one. Donkey Kong Country was a huge title for that system. Okay, Final Fantasy 3, I was never a Final Fantasy player, but those those people that are into that game are very loyal, and I would imagine that's going to be one of those games that makes people want to buy this. Nerds. Yeah. The Legend of Zelda, uh, Zelda, A Link to the Past. I don't remember which Zelda title that is, but they're all pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega Man X is on there. Star Fox and Star Fox 2 were on there. Street Fighter 2, that was a big title for the SE, uh, for the Super Nintendo. Uh, again, I'm not the biggest fan of the Street Fighter series, but I know that game will make people buy this. Super Castlevania 4, I did like the Castlevania series. I would want that. Super Mario World is on here. Super Metroid is on here. Um, Super Mario Kart, I believe, is on here. Yeah, Super Mario Kart, that's going to be a big one. That, that game was huge for that series, uh, for that system. And Super Punch-Out, which, again, was a big game for that system. So you're getting some heavy hitters here for your $80. You're getting some standards, some classics there. I always thought Super Nintendo sucked, and a Sega, was, really? Sega was the much better system because Nintendo NES obviously was better than Atari. It was like the like step up. I feel like SNES kind of sucked compared next to Sega, but then once Nintendo 64 came around, that's when they kind of got back into it. You list all those games, and like I'd much rather have Mario Kart on Nintendo 64. I'd much rather have the Zeldas from Nintendo 64. I'd much rather have like the Punch Out from NES. I'd much rather have like the Mega Man from NES. Like I wouldn't. Wa- I feel like all that stuff you just listen i'm like eh, whatever i don't need any of that hmm, that's interesting i I've, i i owned both systems back in the day sega and super nintendo and i preferred my super nintendo um via versus my sega genesis um but mario kart 64 now you know that the nintendo 64 classic mini is coming you know that's coming that'll be the next one they do i would imagine i was a little bit disappointed and i don't know if this is now because the rights to the games have been changed over to disney or whatever and they couldn't get it done in time but like the star wars games that were out for super nintendo were awesome like like uh, uh, the 
The Empire Strikes Back game on Super Nintendo was one of my favorite Super Nintendo games, and I was really hoping those three games were going to be part of this this release, and they're not. And my guess is because the rights of that stuff have been shifting hands since Disney bought it. You know what I mean? And so like that's what's stopping that. But I um I still want this. You give me Mario Kart, and I get fine. Uh, what is it? Uh, Castlevania. Couple other things, yeah, dude. I want this Super Punch Out. I like. I will play. I will get eighty dollars worth of Donkey Kong Country, Super Mario Kart, Castlevania, Punch Out. Yeah, I could get eighty dollars worth of this. I'm not buying any of these until it gets better. And what I mean by that is like sell the system where you can still put cartridges in it and sell the cartridges like twenty per game. And then you have like, all right, here's your fifty dollars system and here's a twenty five dollar game, but it has twenty five games on it. And then maybe I'll start getting into it. But if all I can do is play those twenty games for eighty bucks, no way, dude. Yo, yeah, uh, dude, our our good buddy Jimmy McChris says when the N64 comes out, when this version comes out, if it has GoldenEye, he says I'll pay $100 for that system. And that's true. GoldenEye on the N64 is one of the best video games ever. My N64 still works perfectly. Like, I mean, I'm not, I like, really? no joke. And I, I could go up to the exchange right now and go buy, you know, any of those cartridges. My N64 works without a problem. I still remember the garage sale where I sold my N64. <sighs> I still remember my mom go clean out the everything and like we're selling it. And I was like, all right, yeah, I guess you can have this and sell this to the neighborhood kid. Yeah, God, I wish I had that. So, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. And this one must say to Nintendo, I understand building the hysteria into it. I totally get it. But if I can't go to the store in September and buy this, I'm done. Especially, I understand around Christmas time. From November and December, oh my gosh, there's only three in your city and you have to go find them. But, like, dude, how is it, how is it June and we haven't seen one of the, the original S- or right. Nintendos in, in the store? I understand what they're doing, but you may be turning people off on it. Because, like, I, I went to ten stores after work that day. Yeah, I remember. And I remember I went the to next like day you came in you are pissed. I, I mean, I even went to Babies R Us because Jeez. their website said they had one. And so I went to Babies R Us, and they were like, yeah, we are going to have them, but we don't have it right now. I mean, dude, I was like searching high and low, still couldn't find one. So you're making it a little too difficult to get your hands on now. Especially when any any 13-year-old will be able to help you mod a Wii into like any right. video game system you want. Right. It's not like impossible to do. You're banking on the fact that people want to see the classic system shrunk down to that size. And that, that's, I don't know if that's enough. Because a lot of tech nerds are just going to be like, yeah, dude, that's why I have an Android phone, so I can do this and just have everything on my phone. You're absolutely right. I want one of these, but if you make me jump through hoops in the online shopping era of Nintendo, I'm probably going to be out. Probably going to be out. New Turd Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. That starts next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock. Hey.com, getting ready to start New Tour Tuesday now, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino there. If you're newer to the program, here's how it works. We play songs, then vote on them, and we bar no musical format here. Kind of uh, open people's eyes to all things here. As a matter of fact, I was running off at the mouth, I think it was late last week, about how good the new Run the Jewels album is. And sure enough, people all weekend were hitting me up going, yo, man, I like hip-hop too, and I listen to you. I'm not necessarily a rock music fan, but I like your show, and you know, thanks for you know, uh, you know, know, filling me in on this Run the Jewels album. It's really good. And I would I would love to know who these people are that only listen to one musical form. How, like, I, what are you doing? I've always said that I feel like, you know, when people will make fun of you for your musical taste, a lot of the what you know, a lot of what people will say, especially to guys, is, what are you, gay? You like that? What are you, gay? And I've always said, I feel like me liking more things makes me lucky. 
Like I like I can find enjoyment in more things than you can. How, how that makes me weak? I feel like it makes me lucky. I I understand everyone's going to have their favorites. Everyone's going to kind of sure. have the lanes that they stick in. But if you can't find something outside of your wheelhouse that you find like enjoyment in, that's on you. That's not on it. Like I'm you're closing c- yourself off at that. point. I, I'm certainly no fan of bro country, but there's plenty of country music that I can appreciate. You'll there's, at least admit that there are Eric Church songs that you like. Though. There's 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 what do I want to say? You're not if you go to the art museum and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to look at the paintings, F the sculptures. You're missing out on a lot. You know what I mean? Like, what do you like? Why would you why would you just limit yourself to? Nope. I'm only looking at paintings. Making liking more things makes me lucky. I've no. always felt that way. Stupid. And we'll start this week's episode out with a um, with a semi local boy. Yeah. Machine yeah. Gun Kelly. And uh, he's got love for Ohio. That guy yeah, He puts it on his arm and uh his new album is being heralded. Like people are like ranting and raving about this album. Now I have not heard the whole thing, but I've heard like a, a significant portion, and I think it's a good MGK offering. I'm not hearing like this transformative record that everybody thinks is like making him like the next superstar. I'm not hearing that. I don't. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear MGK rapping about being on drugs and having banging ass beats and dude. That's what. That's what I want out of it's my gonna machine go away, gun man. Kelly. I'm Son telling you, bitch. you were going to see a transformation of Machine Gun Kelly over yeah. the next few years out of like hood style rap yeah. into more I'm an artist now you I'm, I guarantee you that happens the record label is what they're about six seven years in on MGK and they're sitting back looking at him going bro where's the money like we've put all this money into you we've done all this stuff where's the money you got to get us this money back and hence comes the artistry record and widening the audience that's what's going to happen with Machine Gun Kelly it's just my opinion I don't know that to be fact but he's got a new song off of his new album it's called Go For Broke let's take a listen to that you could get high or you could get low you could stay young or you could grow old let it go is this him singing I don't think so no that he has somebody uh, that's a featuring, and I don't know who okay. that is. Okay, all right, there's I don't another dude on this. Yeah, okay. I believe there is. Original that a white rapper is going to do the "Hey, I just came up" song. I've never heard one of these before. Never. Like, it's like hey, never. Now here I am, breaking oh. new ground, new territory. That was bad. Tend to stay with dealers. You got to believe it. But I'm a sinner too, so I preach it. Just keep on dreaming. Cause all the bad days come for good reasons. Hey, you could get high or you could get low. This part could be great if it was sung by somebody better. Come for good reasons. Hey, you could get high or you That could be a great hook right there. Like what happened to Aloe Black? Where's that dude? Go call that dude and have him sing that. Live life or you could just fall asleep. 
trying to tell me what I wouldn't be. I would be a rich man with the crib on a big hill. Ha, for real. But I gotta work to get paid. Yeah, that was not good. Work the third shift, burn the whole split. Says burn up. Hold on, let me get it. Look. Failure was not an option. I gotta be at the top. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't really feel sorry for y'all. I'm sorry I got a new number that you can't call. I'm sorry to everyone who still wants me to fall. But hold up, you know what? I ain't sorry at all. So I hope that it was worth it when you searching and you find what glitters ain't gold. I mean, it's new Machine Gun Kelly. So you could get high or you could This part should be so much better. If it's going to be this bad, why not just have Machine Gun Kelly sing it? Right. I mean, how do they not know when that guy's straining that note that it doesn't sound good? And we, How do they not know that? We've talked a million times about how you don't have to be a great singer to be a good singer, but to do a guest spot, you know what I mean? Like, I bet you this dude, whoever he is, I bet this band, he's got that unique voice, so he can probably do things within his lane. You know what he like, reminds me of? Tony C of the truth. <laughs> that's going deep in the bag. Most people aren't going to know that, but that's who that guy reminds me of. Like that's that should be awesome, but it's not. Here's the other thing. When's the last time we heard Machine Gun Kelly say something? Like, this sounds like this guy's song featuring Machine Gun Kelly, not the other way around. There's new Machine Gun Kelly. Go for broke there on New Tour Tuesday. Fans, don't give me the vote there. Eh, it's half a turn. Um, I had weird expectations on this. Not that I thought 2017 MGK was going to be that great, but I thought it was going to be worse than that somehow. Um, it, to me, it sounded like Machine Gun Kelly, a talented rapper, um, was told to go write this song, and he was like, all right, well, if this is what I got to do. This is what I got to do, and it came out as half a turn to me. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I feel like the label said, sing it. This is the song we need. This is what people want from you. Do it. And I would agree. It's not terrible. So I got to vote half a turd as well. Eh, It's half a turd. Yeah, they're not. It's not terrible, but it wasn't good. We have new Shania Twain for you. Life's about to get good, she claims. That will air next on Rock 106.9. Please relax. This will be painless. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansberry here for the CSE Federal Credit Union. I've been using CSE since moving down here to Stark County, and I love the fact that they are 100% local and all of my money stays right here. You know what some people never think about doing? Get pre-approved for your loan before you head to the dealership. Trust the dealership on the car, totally, yeah. But trust the loan experts at CSE to help you find the best loan possible. If you need more information, it can always be found via their website. That is CSEFCU.com. One more time, that website is CSEFCU.com. Stop by a CSE branch and get pre-approved for a loan today. CSE, we have a loan for that. To the 35-year-old moms out there, and it's like, oh, no, life's about to get good. You're going to be fine. I wasn't just broken. I was shattered. Oh, yeah. Your husband cheated on you. 
she was hot back then. I don't know what she oh, looks like dude. now, but she was smoking back in the day. Ridiculously hot back in the day. Yeah. You're all the Still sounds hot. She had a good voice. She's still pretty sexy. She can still totally get it. When's the song gonna get good? I'm hoping they do. It was time to forget you forever. Oh my god, how forced was that? Yeah, I mean, really what we're getting into here is okay, you just got divorced and yeah, your life's going to get better now. Okay. Yeah, that's normally how it goes. Forever. I don't think so. For me, She's the artist that changed the country game. Everybody's always bitching about the bro country thing. If, if For me, she's the person you can point to and go, that's the person that did it. Because she broke wide out with songs that weren't really country. And yet they were all over MTV. They were all over the radio. They were being played not only on country radio stations, but like all kinds of radio stations. And that's when the industry went, oh my God. There's a ton of money in this. Yeah, if we just give it the pop music treatment. Let's get everybody doing this style of thing. And then right after that, what happened? Here comes Kenny Chesney, who was like the guy who did it all. And and like and I just think, dude, Shania Twain, and nobody talks about that. It's like everybody bitches about it, and everybody likes to blame these bro country dudes who are wearing tight jeans and all this stuff. But in reality, dude, Shania Twain's the one that started this whole thing. All that's about joy. I feel like I'm watching a commercial for a cruise line. Like, I'm about to like, like Caribbean needs me to go on, on a cruise. I feel like I'm driving to Target, buying stuff for my new apartment after I left my husband. Catherine Heigl's like in a movie and oh, she, yeah. her boyfriend just broke up with her and oh, now yeah. she's at the coffee shop getting her, you know, espresso, uh, her espresso in the morning. This feels like the song version of memes that chicks share on Facebook after they get their heart broken. Like, this is what that is to me. Yeah, it's like a meme come to life. Yeah, don't, what is it that you always say? Don't jump puddles or don't jump oceans. You gotta quit jumping oceans for for swimming oceans for people who wouldn't leap puddles for you or something along those lines where somebody just come out and say my best friend went down on my boyfriend. That's what that meme means. Yeah. Again, though, you're probably never gonna lose money in songs of women empowerment and no. walking away from the wrong dude. No. 
how many chicks right now are driving to Target to buy stuff for their new apartment because their husband cheated on them? A billion of them. A lot of them. A lot of them. A lot of them. That's true. I mean, dude, Target is just a group hug for fat, angry women. It's just who have been wronged by a man. Yep, you'll feel better about yourself by this. Life's about, life's about to get good. Wow. Give me a fan. Don't give me the vote there. It's a turn. Um, I like your point about Shania Twain and the ushering in of bro country. I think there's real like validity to that. Um, and I, you know, I there's Shania Twain songs that I could have that would come on my 1017. I'd be like, yeah, man, I feel like a woman. All right, I'll listen to that for a second. But dude, that was awful. Like that was a really bad song. That well, all I could think during that song was this: if that was a new artist. They would have been like, no, 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 no don't, good. don't put that out. But it's like there's something about when you've hit a level, even if you've been gone for a little while, that people have a hard time telling you no. And somebody needed to tell her no. That was bad. That was a turd. It's a turd. Yeah, new Shania Twain. Life's about to get good. That song never got good. We have the new rise against that song's called the violence, and then we have local band Radiatrix. With their song, Right to Remain Violent. So we're getting all we violent. Next on Rock 106.9. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino, Northville Park there. We have a new song here from a local band called Radiatrix. We'll get to that here in a second. Uh, first, though, new music by Rise Against. And uh, the song is called The Violence on New Tour Tuesday. I normally like this band. great singer but i've always liked the sound of his voice um yeah he's unique he sounds different yeah They're very cause-oriented, Rise Against is. They've made a ton of songs about school shootings and the like. I've never really liked Rise Against. It's one of those things that people like, what do you mean you don't like Rise Against? Yeah, I'm surprised by that. I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. Like, he doesn't do it for me. I don't feel like the band does anything special. I feel like it just kind of, I feel like they're a boring rock number. I really do. I've always really liked them. But yet, thing, it sounds different than most things I hear. I think outside of his voice, uh, his voice is unique. It's not, you know, it's not. Maybe that's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is to me. And and maybe a little bit of like, oh, we're gonna fight the power. But like, I don't they are know. very damn the man. But I, if you're giving me fight the power songs, I'm taking Rage Against the Machine and System of a Down ten times out of ten over this. 
That's hard to argue. But to say that a band's not as good as Rage Against the Machine or a System of a Down, I mean, that's not necessarily a knock. Oh, yeah. I mean, not a knock, but still, like, I'm not going to give them points just because it's like, oh, you want a $15 an hour minimum wage. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm oh, not. no. I, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, sure. They are kind of like your girlfriend's favorite rock band, though. You know what I mean? It is kind of a chick band. And there's songs of those theirs I don't hate, but I just never have felt compelled. Like, dude, I really got to go bump that new Rise Against. He tries so hard to sound panicked or important or like pay attention to me and I just don't it just doesn't translate see Wayne's tweeting in saying the passion in his voice carries him so he hears it as passion I I, I feel like he wants to sound passion like impassioned but but it's fake you think it's it's just like empty doesn't do it for me okay all right I, I in the interest of full disclosure, I'll let you know that I do have a personal story with Rise Against that maybe carries a, a little fandom in me. And I was working at a radio station once upon a time, and they came in to do like a, we're going to play the song, we'll do a meet and greet. And then after that wrapped up. That had to be cool. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I mean, dude, rock, rock stations have access to rock fans, and we can introduce them to people and have like personal experience with them. That'd be cool. Yeah, we had it catered, too. Oh, jeez, yeah. Lord, dude, what, you got Panera in there? Yeah. Good grief, man. Yeah, it was good stuff. And so after that, though, like the singer of Rise Against, and I'm sorry, I just don't know his name. And Tim the, something, I think. And the guitar player said, hey, where's the nearest like, um, like homeless shelter and the like? And I said, oh, you know, it's not far. We're downtown, so it's not far. It's going to be right around here. And they said, we want to go and serve meals today. And I said, oh, that'll be fantastic. And we started talking about like, I don't want to say like how to promote it. And they said, no, 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 no cameras, no pictures, nothing. We just want to do this. We don't want anybody to know we're doing it. And they would not allow any photo, any press whatsoever on the fact that like a singer of a pretty popular band was out there serving food to home. He just like, I don't want it. And that kind of made me like them a little bit more when I was like, okay, if you're going to do this and you're not looking to capitalize, I like you a little bit more now. So maybe that's why I give them a little leeway. I, I, hey, pat on the back, dude. I, I fully commend, you know, you, you serving, you know, the less fortunate, but that doesn't mean I'm going to like your band. I just, I respect him more as a person, which then I will like your art a little bit more. Because he practices what he preaches. Like, all these newer bands are out there telling you how how you need to be a better person and, like, let's, you know, equality and all this stuff. And yet none of them do anything outside of talking to you about it. This band actually does. Do you know, I mean, like, how do you know that? I don't know one of the one of the other because people have looked into it. it and they've been called out on other radio shows and they've been busted for it about, about being bad about it about being super pretentious online about how good you should be and then they searched the money and none of the money went anywhere and this band actually does do it so not that it makes them the greatest band in the world but I do respect them as people more. We're not going 
New Rise Against the Violence on New Tour Tuesday brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. I feel like I already know your vote, fans. Don't give me the vote there, but it's a turn. Um, it just it doesn't do anything for me. That sound, that style, and I, I like I said, I usually I can understand why that band is is you know the right sound for some people, but it's just it's just not for me. Yeah, I would add I would add that song to Rock 106 Nice playlist today. I vote not a turd on that. Song. Not a turd. Yay. I feel like that dude actually does write some halfway decent stuff. We have a local band here this week. You can submit your stuff to stansburywrqk.com, include a short little bio on the band, and make sure the songs are radio edited. I don't want to have to do legwork to make you into a superstar. This band, Radiatrix, will play uh, Buzzman Sunday night for Sunday Metal Sunday, and their song is called Right to Remain Violent. <laughs> Again, this was sold to me as early Megadeth. It already sounds like 80s rock. Like they're influenced by that, yes. Yeah, it definitely sounds yeah. like early back in that thing. Nothing wrong with that. No, obviously things move in the circles and... That driving. Right. Let's play this chord over and over and over and over. Their words aren't going to be silent, Phantom. No. Radiatrix won't be silent. Oh, they're taking down the tyrant. <laughs> All right. Bringing down the empire at Buzzbin. That's how we get it done. Yeah, right. Sunday. It's where the revolution starts. Sunday battle, Sunday. I get to say that. That's why one of the reasons why I played it. Sunday battle, Sunday. Which, by the way, we don't work on Monday. So I might go to that. I might go check this out. Frank PBR in hand, Radiatrix playing the hits. Oh yeah, dude. I like it. Just drinking, just drinking Pabst Blue Ribbons and Bud Heavy, smoking Marlboro Reds. Oh, sounds so good. Where's Fitch at? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Plus, Buzzman's got a bartender now with big old fake boobs now. That's nice. I like that helps too. I don't know if she works on Sunday, but I guess I'll find out. Nick writing in says, this sounds more like Anthrax to me than it does Megadeth. Okay, yeah. You, you know. <laughs> Alright, let's... You can make that... <laughs> See, this sounds like Megadeth to me. The guitar solo. Doesn't it sound like early Metallica, which was Dave Mustaine, and why they sounded good? Because Dave Mustaine was in the band. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. If that's not being played on a flying V, you're going to hell. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Pledging allegiance to the flag of the United States of Corporate America. Get this five finger on there. <laughs> Screw rise against, dude. We'll give them, we'll give the messages here. 
criticize it's a little long for a local band for me you got to keep it under three yeah it's still happening <laughs> three or under like three minutes or under for a local submission for me i mean look you send me longer stuff not that it can't be good but i just don't dude what was it 345 i think is what that was that's long that's long for a local for me yeah the metal song too usually pretty quick but hey i'm not gonna hold it against them i'm not so Fanto, give me the vote there on uh, local band Radiatrix. Not a turd. Yay. Uh, you know, honestly, for a local band, as we always have to grade them on a curve. And, yes, we do. You know, it sounded pretty good in the sense of produced well. Um, yeah, maybe you could shorten it up, but at the same time, it wasn't like egregiously long. So I'm yeah, it's not say, six minutes, right? I'll say not a turd on that one. I'm gonna have to agree with you and vote not a turd on Radiatrix. Not a and again, we we vote on a curve here because I really do just think, I, as a guy who bartends at a music venue, I hear a ton of local music and 95% of it is just God awful. And so when somebody sends me stuff that's not terrible, you know what I mean? Right. I got I, I, yeah. I got to judge you fairly and vote not a turd there. And again, you can catch Radiatrix this Sunday as they play Busbin for Sunday Metal Sunday. That's uh, something they do every Sunday there where they highlight nothing but metal there on Sunday nights at Buzzman. Sounds like a cool event. I'll probably check this week's out. As I said, we're not going to be in the studio on Monday due to the holiday, so maybe I, maybe I will do that. Aside from that, we are done for the day. Be back at it live. That will happen tomorrow morning uh, on Rock 106.9, online at WRQK.com, and we will uh, be streamable via the World Round on iHeartRadio. Aside from that, we are done for the day. You guys be good. See you tomorrow.